Share and uh, anytime a 19-year-old wants to talk to you about God, how many know you're gonna let them do it? So will you all give Heaven a big hand clap as she comes this morning? I love you, Heaven. I love you too. Well, good morning. This is different. Okay, um, so I'm just gonna follow suit like he does and we're gonna raise our bibles and do our confession so let's get it started all right say this is my bible Bible. i am what it says i am i I can do what it says i can do i can can be who it says i can be be and i will have what it says i can have have. today Today. i will be taught taught. the incorruptible indestructible Indestructible. word of God God. and in Jesus name amen (laughs) all right Lord thank you for this day I thank you that as I step back you will step forward and you will deliver this message how you have given it to me and how you have interpreted for your people to hear in Jesus name amen you may be seated thank you wow feel so professional okay Okay, so I have recently been trying this new study thing in the morning, um, and so I started allocating a certain amount of time to read, a certain amount of time to pray, then a certain amount of time to listen, because we don't do that, you know. So, you know, during my time of listening a couple of days, I haven't been hearing anything, and um, it was kind of making me a little upset. You know, after my time would be over, I said, okay, God, thank you for being silent one more time. Um, Let's try again tomorrow. Well, I went all through Friday just minding my own business. And uh, let's see, around 3 a.m. when I was finally deciding to go to sleep, the Lord decided to remind me of a of, uh, a memory that I had when I was little. And I was like, okay, cool, thanks. I'm going to sleep now. And then he gave me the word courage. And I said, thank you so much for talking to me at 3 a.m. when I could have done this earlier, but thank you. And uh, so I thought that was over. I was about to go to sleep. And then courage, courage, courage just kept ringing in my head. And I said, okay, all right, so let me look this up. Let me look up courage in my Bible app. And uh, see what we find. So I looked up the scripture and um, he started talking to me. Would not stop just talking. And by the time I realized what I had written down literally looked like a sermon, I said, you've got to be kidding me. And um, I said, you know what? Okay, thank you. I can't wait to read this tomorrow by myself. And he said, no, I need you to tell this. I said, tell it to who? He said, tell it to my people. I said, huh, okay, I will do that at the tribe conference in April um, because there's no way I'm going to say this right now. And he said, no, I need you to do it Sunday. (laughs) I said, you're trying to play me because this is my, (laughs) this is my first time doing anything like this. And then I was like, you know, fine, I will do it Sunday, not realizing or remembering that it was the morning technically of Saturday. So I had one day. I said, oh my God. Okay. Well, anyway, long story short, I woke up the next day 
and I tried to convince myself it was a dream and that there's I'm not doing it but he said I already told my told him that I would do it so I can't back out now so I went told my dad told my mom and um, then I worked on it so that is where we are today as you can see he won this battle and I am ready to share this message because I'm not a preacher this message with you guys so the example that the Lord has given me first of all my message is called courage is contagious so we will be speaking about courage going into the new year and going into the new building, we will need some courage. So courage is contagious. So the memory that the Lord reminded me of when I was about to go to sleep was when I was little, I had a group of friends, um, like probably 10 girls, and we would have these sleepovers. And at the sleepovers, they would always, probably two or three times, they would want to watch these PG-13 movies that I could not watch at the time because I was 10 and 11 and you know my parents they don't believe in that so I couldn't watch them well I was always faced with a choice I could say yes and watch the movie and go against what my parents have already told me and now become disobedient and go against my conscience because they were saying oh well they're not even gonna know well you don't know my parents because the Lord talks to them for everything so yeah they're gonna find out And um, probably, you know, risk seeing something that I probably shouldn't have been seeing at 10 years old. So who knows? Um, Or I could say no and risk being the only one. And that sucks. Being the only one out of your group of 10, I wouldn't want to be by myself or be called lame or, you know, risk not being invited back to the sleepover because no one wants to kill Joy. So I would always say no. I would always say no eventually um, because I wasn't going to risk the other side. And so I would say no. And when I said no, I had peace of mind. But I also realized who came out with me because they always could have just picked a different movie. They could have, but they didn't want to. But the people who walked out with me and stayed with me They were the ones I saw as real friends because they told me, we don't know why she didn't just pick a different movie. We don't think that was right. So we're going to sit here with you and we are going to watch a different movie with you. So it took courage for me to be able to say no to my friends at 10, 11, 12 years old and risk all those things. But that is the type of courage that the Lord wants us to have going into the new year. So, the definition of courage, I looked it up, is mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. I'm going to say it again. Courage is mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Notice it didn't say it's just moral strength or just physical strength it's also mental strength and that's something that we need to have going into the new year is a lot of mental strength so the main scriptures that we're going to be looking at today if you guys want to write this down is joshua 1 5 through 9 because i'm not going to make y'all continue going with me 
um, past Scripture 9. So Joshua 1, 5 through 9. And Judges 6, 14, 23, and 36 through 40. Judges 6, 14, 23, 36, and 40. So my first point today is courage takes four things. Remind you, this is the Lord speaking. I would never have come up with this, so just take it like that. Courage takes four things. It takes leadership. You are probably going to have to be the first one to speak up or to stand up for something that you know is right. uh, Courage also takes discomfort, and that is something we don't want. You know, you cannot grow inside the comfort zone. So courage is going to take some discomfort. I was not comfortable telling my friends, I'm not watching this movie with y'all, and uh, I don't want to do that. But we have to be okay with the discomfort. And we also have to be okay with isolation because that is what courage also takes, isolation. You might be the only one. Are you okay with being the only one? Or do you always have to have someone around you? Do you always have to have somebody to agree with you or to be on your side? The Lord is not asking for everybody to come with you because the Lord knows that if you take a stand against something that is wrong, you might be the only one. So you got to be comfortable with that. And trust. Trust is trust in that God has something worthwhile for you at the other side. God isn't going to make you take a stand or, you know, remove yourself and have the courage to do so just to leave you out there. The blessing has got to be better than the process. That's, you know, so we go to Joshua 1, 5 for that. And Joshua 1, 5 says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Remember that. Verse 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. So my second point is what does the enemy do? Because if we think that he is just going to let us sit there and take a stand for the Lord Jesus without any trouble, then you're wrong. Because... My dad and all of us here at Word of Truth, we have been faced with some struggles going through this building. You know, this was not the smoothest building process at all. So the enemy has his ways to try to knock us off our courageous path. And so we go to Judges 6.14 for that. And Judges 6.14 says, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? He's talking to Gideon, by the way. Um, Verse 15. So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. 
Yeah. And I am the least in my father's house. Verse 16. And the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. So two things the devil wants to do when you're faced with a situation that requires courage. One, he wants to make you question yourself and the truth that you already know, which is God's truth and his promise. In Judges 6, 14, 36 through 40, um, 36 through 40 says, So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have said, look, I shall put a piece, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, it is dry on all the ground. Then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand as you have said. And it was so when he rose early in the morning and he squeezed the fleece together, he wrung the dew out of the fleece. Well, in verse 39, I'm going to just paraphrase it. He also said to God, because God fulfilled what he tested him with. He said, do not be angry with me, but let me speak once more. Let me test. See, Gideon did not believe that he could defeat Israel. He said to God, you know, I am the weakest one in my father's clan. How will I save Israel? How will I do that when I have the least you know, number of men, the weakest army. Well, Gideon was looking at his qualifications instead of God's qualifications. He didn't ask him, do you have 500 mighty men? He didn't say that. He said, you will save Israel by my hand. So sometimes we think when we get an assignment from God or a promise from God, We are so excited at first. We have zeal, you know. We are like, yes, God spoke to me. But then we start looking at our qualifications. And we start looking at, well, how can I do that? When it's not according to our strength or our riches and glory, but to God's strength and God's riches and glory. So the second thing that the enemy wants to do is to eventually make you go against that truth. So... The state of questioning, doubt, equals a potential for doubt and and confusion. So Gideon was sitting here testing God twice. Well, he didn't go against what God told him to do, but that is where the enemy wants to take us. If he can get us confused and if he can make us so doubtful, then eventually we will stop. We will halt. We will not even continue on the path that God has already sent us on because... Now, now we don't know. Now we don't know. We don't know what we're going to do. We don't know who's going to help us. We don't know where the money's going to come from. We don't know the resources. We don't know anything. But at first, we knew we had God. So what changed? The enemy changed. And we have to realize that we, when we are on a courageous walk of faith, when we are on a courageous path of increase, we cannot have doubt. Because doubt equals worry. And worry equals the stop of your faith. James 1, 6 says, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. When we doubt, we become this way, that way. We don't have any sort of stance. And that's the courage that God needs us to have when we are in a storm, when we are in a season of blessings, when we are doing anything that requires the courage that God has given us. We cannot doubt or we will be blown away. So my next point is uh, that when we stop having faith, the enemy is able to get a hold of us. We allow ourselves to become susceptible 
to the spirit of fear instead of the spirit of strength, protection, love, and blessings, which is that of the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if we don't go into these courageous situations and if we don't focus, because focus is what will get you to the other side. If you are always looking at what everybody else is doing, and that's what social media has done for us. They've given us some unrealistic explanation, you know, examples of people. And um, everybody has baby fever because of Kylie Jenner, you know, um, when, you know, some of us might not have Kylie Jenner money or, you know, they, but they want a baby. And I'm like, babies are not things you buy at the store. Like they are actual humans and you have to take care of them. Can you take care of yourself? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, you know, <laughs> we cannot be looking at everybody else. Because we have to look up at God. We have to have the courage to stay, to have tunnel vision. You know, we just cannot look to the left or to the right of us. We get like Gideon sometimes and we say, God will tell us, hey, I need you to apply for that position because I want to elevate you in your business. So we say, oh, great, because that's exactly what I wanted. Well, we start filling out the application and we realize that... uh, There's five qualifications on that list, and we don't have one of them, just one. And we have all, we have four, we have other, the other four, but we don't have one. And you know what the enemy will do? He will take that one and blow it up. Oh my God. He is going to just throw it back in your face. Like, ah, see, if you would have just waited a little longer, maybe you would have had that qualification. When God isn't looking for your qualification, he wouldn't have sent you there if he didn't provide a way for you to get that applic- for get you to get that job. So don't look at your qualifications. Remember that you are a child of the Most High God, the King of Kings. He is not looking for your qualifications because he has all the qualifications. He will make a way. He will put the people in place who will overlook that qualification because they know that you have the ability to get that qualification. So don't even worry about it. Have the courage to still apply and to still turn it in. You know, I'm in college, so there's a lot of things I see um, and experience. And, you know, one of the things that I realized that a lot of people, we or a lot of college students at least, this might be for adults too, is uh, we don't want to experience the fear of missing out. We will compromise our morality, our conscience, because, well, I don't want to sit at home. I don't want to be bored. I don't want to look like, you know, a lame. I don't want to be getting on Twitter late at night and see everybody's talking about that one party or that one opportunity to go do something that we shouldn't have been doing, you know? So they go anyway, we go anyway. And yeah, you know, the one time you go, it might not be bad, but I remember there was a party that I chose not to go to and the ceiling fell through at my school. So, you know, imagine if I was there because I like to be up in the mix right up in the middle and I would have fell straight through that roof and I would have broke my legs. So (laughs) there are some things that you're just going to have to do alone. You're going to have to be isolated with God, not isolated with yourself, isolated with God. That's the difference is when we isolate ourselves and just get into our mental, you know, 
space of, well, nobody loves me. Nobody's, no, isolated with God. Take time with him. Go talk to him. I mean, what? So there's another person that I have seen have courage, and that is my dad. When he was told by the Lord to drop everything and go to Jamaica for school when he was, what, 26? You already had a life. You already had a, <laughs> you already had a job. You already, you know, had everything together. You graduated from school. Why were you going back to school? So, and then at that, going back to Jamaica, when he could have went to the same college in Dallas where he's from. Imagine if he would have said, well, you know, God, I don't want to leave my job because what if I don't get another one? Or I don't want to leave because what if my savings run out? Or I don't want to leave because I don't want to be alone when I get there. Imagine if he would have said no. If he didn't have the courage to pack up his stuff and go to Jamaica where there was no hot water and there were flying roaches. Imagine if he (laughs) would have said no to that. (laughs) He would have never met my mom. God will always, God will always have a blessing for you on the other side of your courage. Because this is their 24th anniversary this year. Next year will be 25. If he would have said no because he was afraid or he didn't have the courage or he was looking at the circumstances, which we tend to do, is look at the circumstances in front of us because we cannot see the blessing that's ahead of us. If we tend to do that, then we will miss out. He could have missed out on my mom. And who knows what would have happened with this church. Everything is a process and God will never leave you out to dry. He will always have a bigger blessing, a better blessing for you when you take the courage to continue the the journey. So my last point, courage reveals three things. Courage reveals three things. The first thing he reveals, courage reveals, is the promise. In Judges 6.23, God promised Gideon that he would save Israel and that he wouldn't die in the process. That's a pretty great promise to me because if I'm going to go fight for your people, I don't want to die doing it, you know. So God promised Gideon that he would save Israel and not die. Joshua 1.8-9 God promised Joshua promise of prosperity and success. It says, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. And that is a promise too. We might not look at the Lord being with us every day, everywhere we go as a promise, but He promised never to forsake us. That's a promise. When you are having courage to take on the journey of the path that nobody else has traveled on, you have one person who is always going to be with you, and that is a promise right there. You have to remember that you are not fighting the fight alone. You are not walking the journey alone. You are walking with God. You are taking the journey with God. It will also reveal to you friendships and relationships. When I took the stand to say no and not watch those movies, about half of them came out with me. So that showed to me 
wow, those are the people I want to be around. Those are the people that I know have my best interests at heart. Those are the people I know who are going to stand up for me when nobody else is around. Because they decided that they weren't going to participate in that either. But also it, it showed me some people didn't even want to watch that movie. Some of them said to me, I'm glad you said something. Because I didn't really want to watch that either. You know, like if they were picking a horror movie... I don't really like horror movies. I was just going to do it because everybody else was doing it. And, you know, that happens a lot. We will sit there and do things because everybody else is doing it. Instead of just taking the courage and the stand to just, you know what? I'm okay with being alone. And when I was okay with being by myself, I realized who flocked with me. Because I was never alone. God will never give you something you can't handle if you need people around you you just got to be okay with being by yourself god will send somebody god will send people to be with you but you just got to be okay first so he knows you're not relying on other people's presence other people's strength you have to have your strength in him before he gives you anybody else around you and the last thing that courage reveals is character Not just yourself, but of others. Courage will test your obedience to God. And that's something that we tend to struggle with. I know sometimes I do in class because why not? So, you know, uh, so obedience and perseverance is another character trait that is going to be tested when you pick up the courage stick. When you, in Ephesians 6.10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. I like that it says, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Because we can be walking with courage. We can be walking in the promise. We can be here at church. We can be everywhere that the spirit is. And the devil will still try to come get you. Just because you are walking your, your faith does not mean there aren't evil forces trying to get you out of there. But it says when we put on the whole armor of God, when we have that courage, when we take that stand, even in those heavenly places, even in those dark places, the valleys, the mountains, you know, the blessings and the low points, we will always be protected by God. So as we enter the new year, we need to enter it with courage. The word that God gave me for this year is blessings, blessings, blessings. This is the year of elevation, promotion, opportunity, and favor. We have fought the the faith fight to get to this new building. That is what we have done. So now we're going to see blessings, expansion, promotion in everybody's life. Yes, we are. But we need to have the courage and we need to be courageous to obtain those opportunities that lie ahead do not enter the new year with last year's mindset because you will get last year's results and those results may be good but they won't be as good as you could be so some of us you know we're going to get promotional opportunities we're going to get blessings 
And the Lord told me that there are some people in here who have had blessings been held up from them. There have been, you know, funds or promotions, opportunities that we know we have, but for some reason they haven't been released. They haven't been released. They've been held up. But he says they will be released if we have the courage to be able to receive them. Because we might get there and be like, this is over my head. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, and now the thing that you prayed for is too big for you. But if you have the courage to walk, to be with God, to take up that faith, to say, you know what, Lord, this might be bigger than I imagined, but I know you're bigger than the situation. If I know that that's the mindset I am going into this new year, this new job, this new promotion, new school semester, because I know college for me, that is stressful. College is stressful. You know, so college is not, it's not easy and we need the courage. We need the courage to obtain these promises, to obtain these opportunities, to obtain this elevation season in our lives. So God is looking for us to trust him. He is looking for us to be of good courage because what is in store is already yours. You just have to have the courage to take it in Jesus name. Thank you.